0: Hi guys, I am so happy to have you listening. I know a lot of you will be in the morning and it technically is the morning. It's 2.30 in the morning and I'm recording now for you because I have been dealing with so much shit. It's unbelievable. And I know a lot of people say that, but I don't think you guys have any clue of what I mean. Like it, I just had a tray of Mrs. Fields cookies in one hand and on the other hand I had like nachos with cheese and I like left hand I would take a bite of the fucking Mrs. Fields cookie and the right I would take a bite of the fucking nachos and I was like like this is what I need in my life right now this is exactly what works I don't know why <laughs> it is it is needed at the time and I, I started to think about when I put it away Why? Why did I crave this? This balance, this balance of sweetness and goodness. And it's because so much of that is missing in my life and and was missing in my relationship. And the fact of the matter is my relationship was completely uh, due to the fact that it was controlled by a narcissist, or so he thought, And it was abusive emotionally, physically. And I have never said that out loud. I've never said that publicly. Um, And those are the facts. And I'm tired of talking in a way where it's, it's not known. Like, these things are major, major issues in the world. And that is why I was so, so... Directed and focused on the Jennifer Dulos case because, you know, now I'm so involved in um, a lot of uh, groups and discussions that have to do with domestic violence and abuse and covert narcissists and narcissists, and I've learned so much about the case now and how to apply so much of what I've learned to the case and to apply it to my own life and how these people work and how they are so draining to you as a person. They truly are the most selfish, self-centered individuals and they are so good, especially the covert narcissists are so good at making you feel like you are number one while they are which is gaslighting you, and which is a form of just like smoke and mirrors, which is me not explaining exactly what I'm saying. It's just another analogy. What I'm saying is it's them trying to place you mentally one place, while they are doing something else, elsewhere. And once you're able to see that somebody is doing this to you, once you're able to see past the bullshit, there's, there's no way in hell that you could even possibly view them in the same light in which you then once did, and that's where I relate with Jen. I wish, I wish she and I had a conversation because I can, I can bet chubs on it that she would say to me, "Leash, if you only knew." And that's what so many women in the situation that I've been in, um say like if you only knew and only those that have experienced it understand and there's so many forms of it and there's such a silence about it and I'm just not the type of woman to be silent about this stuff especially with the fact that um you know a a really really good friend of mine I'm not sure if any of you guys follow me on Facebook my personal page Alicia Mary um is my personal page and my nickname stemmed from Alicia, so that's why it's LeashCast. I mean, Leash was my, my name. Everybody called me that, and so many people um, know that, but a lot of people also didn't. So I wanted to explain that. But So on my Facebook page, my personal page, if you're following me, um, I, I officially announced that I was single because I am. I'm physically, mentally single from this individual who has constantly manipulated the situation. And it, 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 for for every woman or for every man that's ever been in this situation, you know what I'm talking about. There's a moment in time that you just go, like you flip a switch and you see them in this this monstrous, brutal light that they are and everything changes. And that is that is exactly what Jennifer saw in her own time. I can only imagine what it was. I don't know. But I definitely believe that it wasn't just the fact that he was having an affair. Um, I've said this so many times, guys, that they're There's so many documentations that are stating things that he has done to her and to the kids and to create uh, hysteria in in their family life that created a judge to have supervised visitation with this man. I mean, I'm almost sick of saying it. The guy was deranged and he was violent and he was dangerous and... I can relate to that. I know what that is like. I, I, you know, I wasn't dealing with someone that was um, dangerous every day until I saw a level of it where now it's like, I don't trust you at all. Like, there is no trust. It's, it's dead to me. Like, you're dead mute point. And I know that Jennifer reached that point when she moved. She moved. She was out of there. She was trying to create this distance, this, I don't even know. I want to say the wall. Cause then everyone's going to be like, why, why are you, you know, siding with Trump? <laughs> I'm kidding. But you know, it's like she created this barrier and that just wasn't enough for this narcissist who, and that's why I posted that picture. And I'm so gracious to the person that gave it to me. I will not name, they will remain anonymous. Um, Because that photo says so much about who he is. Look at the photo. Truly look at it. Look at Jen. She looks beautiful. She looks happy. Because she adored Fotis. But the reality was Fotis didn't adore her. And that's how these guys are. They pretend. They pretend and they... Put this facade on just to get what they want out of the individual. It's something I said in my last podcast. If you're dealing with someone like this or you're questioning your relationship, instead of listening to them when they say, I love you and I miss you, replace the miss and love with, I use you, I use you, I use you, I use you. And when you think about it, it's true because a, uh, a doctor. That I was listening to this past week explained it beautifully. She said, "You know, these people, they often will promise you the world. They will promise you everything." And she said, "Take a moment. Write down every single thing that that this individual that you are, are in love with, or or whatever it may be, over the years that you have." been with them write down every single thing that they've promised you and to the right of it write down did they accomplish it and there's no there's no if ands or buts about it there's no I'm working on it there's no it will happen soon did they do it yes or no and she said people that are not narcissists will hold themselves accountable for what they have not done they will take it so seriously that they will they will make sure it's accomplished narcissists will not they don't care because they only care about keeping you around for their needs and that's exactly what happened with Jen I mean look at the situation if you really break it down look at the situation in that photo it shows a man hiding behind sunglasses and I know I made this meme almost of these people with sunglasses going on and off on and off because it's absolutely effing ridiculous that this man has sunglasses on in a family photo why he's not even he's not even holding a child he's not even holding his wife and and holding her dear look at the way that Jen is holding her child the way she's smiling she is so proud she I mean, it breaks my heart even, like, to even talk about it. She looks stunning. She's in this beautiful Hermes bandage dress I absolutely love in, like, a rose gold color. Okay, yes, I know my fashion, honey. And it looks stunning on her, and the babies look just so happy. And then you've got Fotis, who looks like he's from Sunglass Hut, modeling, like, the like 19, you know, 99 edition of Oakley's and he's like, yeah, okay, whatever. I got to just do this because like, if I do this, then my father-in-law will give me another like mill for my stupid business. Like that's literally what that says to me. The first thought that I ever had when I was, sorry, my security alarm is going off. Okay. I think you guys have become aware of that with my live feed that, like, if that goes off, I'm like, hold the phone. Because we all know what I'm dealing with now. So, I'm being vocal about it because it's important. It's really important. I'm tired of this, like, silence that people have. I'm not being silent about it anymore. Fuck it. No way. There There is a woman that went missing, allegedly, and, uh, I want people to, to know how serious this stuff is, and like I said, Jen, in her blog, was hinting at things left and right, I mean, there was, there was moments in there where she wasn't even hinting, she was talking about the fact that Foda said, if you do not name my child, the daughter, Cleopatra, Noel, because Jen wanted to name her Noel." And he was like, no way. If you don't name her Cleopatra, I will have nothing to do with that child. Nothing. No, I won't help it financially. (laughs) Not to mean it. I won't, I won't help her in any possible way. I won't associate with that child. I mean, for Jen to say that publicly, that is incredible. And especially incredible in Connecticut. For those that aren't from Connecticut, Connecticut people are very, 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 quiet and everything is perfect all the time and blah blah fucking blah and yes i was raised that way but you know what that doesn't save your life and i'm i'm sorry to get real with you this morning cuz i know you all are going to be listening this morning but that's the facts you know protecting someone that hurts you is not going to help you. And me especially, it took me time to realize that. It took me a lot of time to speak to other people. And a lot of the time, women that are really strong, and I value myself in that arena, that I am a strong woman, you say, hey, I don't need this. I don't need to talk to anybody. I'm a I'm a tough bitch. You know I got my shit together you know and I do but when you're up against someone that is a narcissist (laughs) it doesn't matter how smart you are it really doesn't they have ways of manipulation until you uncover them so when I saw this this photo of Fotis with his sunglasses on I thought to myself my goodness it doesn't it doesn't get better than this. This photo, it, it says everything. The happiness is where it is in the right faces. And then you've got photos not holding his wife, not pulling her in for the photo. I and that's the other thing. Forget about my ex. He's a fucking asshole. <laughs> Let me just get that out. There. Every man I've ever been with has pulled me in for a photo. Pulled me in. Not just pulled me in. They have pulled me in, wanted to smell my hair, wanted to kiss me, you know, that's a natural reaction of happiness and love and interaction. And I'm not saying like your relationship is doomed if, if your partner doesn't do that, but there's some sort of a connection there, you know, unless it's, you know, Hollywood directed and they're like, listen, you need to have one arm here. Cleopatra has to be over here. But I mean, look at the photo. the photo says everything kids are holding hands they're happy jen is holding the baby she's so happy and photos is just standing there with fucking dark sunglasses not even like and that's the thing i could i don't know for a fact but i could just see the photographer being like uh do you want to take off your sunglasses and he's like no no the sun is too bright i can't they need to stay on Because I I honestly, I really do believe this. And I read this. I remember in college when I was taking psych. These people subconsciously know who they are. They know that they're hiding something. And at that time of that photo, if you want to do dates and you want to do times, and I'm so grateful to those that have emailed me, by the way, um, I'll be getting to them this week. Um, I've just been dealing with a lot. But I've I've skimmed a lot of them and a big question is the timelines the specific timelines of things and I do believe and when I look at that photo you have to remember that's during the holidays he already had a plan of course he had a plan you know allegedly and it says that by just looking at his body language you know I maybe I'm the only one that is very good at this but I, I doubt it <laughs> I really doubt it and so many times I've always said to myself you know either I'm gonna be on radio which everybody has always told me like you you have to be on radio but the other thing I was like I'm gonna be a private investigator and that's what I'm gonna do because I just read people so well you could meet me on the street and I will never remember your name I won't but I'll never forget your face so what I really should be doing is the person that is in the lineup <laughs> situation where it's like, is it this guy, that guy, uh, or this lady, whatever it is, because I'll never forget your face. You could be like, I mean, your name could be so simple and I will just forget it. I don't know why. It's that and phone numbers. Like Phone numbers are very difficult for me to remember and and, and, uh, and names, but your face the way that your, you know, your cheekbones are to your nose, like these, these integral details, I am so keen on. It's unbelievable. You know, it's interesting. When I was young, my father used to say to me, it's incredible how detailed you'll be in a movie that you enjoy or something that you enjoy. But if it's something you have to learn and you're forced to learn and someone tells you to learn how disconnected you become. And it it has a lot to do with my personality. I don't like being told what to do. And if I, if I am, I defy it. I, I shut it down. So it's funny. Like I think about with the names, not to get off on a tangent, but it's true. Like someone's telling me their name. It's like, okay, that's what you call yourself. Well, I call you what I envision you as. And it's, it's just interesting. Like I'm just a very visual person. So when I saw Fotis with the glasses, I'm like, this guy, he is disconnected, emotionally, physically, just by looking at the photograph. This is not a man that is stable, you know? And I've learned a lot about stability in men that are stable mentally and, and all of that in the past few weeks, and he is just not, you know? I could say that. <laughs> Excuse me, guys, it's so late. Or early, rather. And I... I've just learned. I've learned so much. These guys, these girls, that are they have this sickness. They, they believe their own lies to a point where it hits them in the face and they don't know what to do. And then they either do what Fotis did or... Or, yeah, I, that's really the only thing they can do because that's the last control, like I said. But then... But then... Then there is... The sister <laughs> the sister from Greece let me tell you when I read this letter or dissertation or I, lord she thought she was the prophet of Greece I swear to god when I when I read this I was like this lady first of all she came out of freaking nowhere no she came out of Greece she didn't come out of nowhere she came out of fucking Greece and And she thinks she's going to come here and she's going to shit on our state and she's going to shit on our men and women that are in law enforcement. Yeah, I wasn't going to have anything to do with that. So with that said, quick break. I have to... (laughs) Chubs, get down. I have to let little Chubby out. Little, yeah, no, not so little. And I will be right back. They, they, They absolutely do. Hi, guys, I'm back. I am just in shock with everything, like I said. And I I, I don't want to apologize. I always say like, I'm sorry, but I'm not. I, I'm not sorry. I I really believe in full transparency in all ways of life. And I said from the beginning of my podcast that I was not going to hold back. I am unapologetic to all things. And I feel like in society... There is way too much filtering. There is way too much you can say this, you you can't say that, you can't say that. You can't you can only say this, but if you say it this way, fuck that. I can't stand that. And so many people are hurting and committing suicide and feeling isolated and alone because nobody is speaking the truth anymore. Nobody is saying listen, I dealt with this shit. I I gave someone a second chance and they fucked me over. And this is what happened. Nobody's doing that. They're doing it. Or if they're doing it, they're doing it privately, which is a great first step. But nobody's doing it in a way where everyone can sit there on a platform such as LeashCast and say, you know what? This is reality. This is what happens. So... I have to say that. So, I'm sorry if the beginning of my podcast was too much for you. But uh that's reality and a lot of people need to hear that. A lot of younger people need to know that um there is there is no no there's no relationship worth being in where you feel like you need to question everything all the time. Where you feel like you need to keep your you know your eyes on the back of your head and you need to check things and they're they're just never doing the right thing you know you have to be the one to tell them how to do the right thing or you need to remind them of their responsibilities it's just it's not it's not a relationship it's parental almost and uh I'm going to be doing an episode on this um, coming up. I'm going to have somebody on with me for the first time um, that has dealt with a, a, a very brutal case of domestic violence and the cycle in which, you know, this is the thing. A lot of people, you get turned off when you hear that. You're like, oh, domestic violence. Like, oh, this girl got beat up. It's It's not that. It's not, yes, that happens. And some things are very brutal like that. But it comes in many forms, and the manipulation and the grooming that happens before you even get to a point where there's a hit, or there's a shove, or there's a hair ripped out of your head, or there's anything even close to that. It's it's very delicate, it's very subtle, it's a way that they learn and practice prey upon you, and then slowly they learn to gain your trust, and they learn what you like, and they learn what gets them into you, and then it just, it stems from there, and it's a downward spiral, and I truly believe that uh, that's what happened to Jen, It's, it's described in her blog. Uh, how they reconnected and rekindled their romance, and it I mean I don't even think Fotis' divorce from his past wife was even finalized at the time. That's how quickly he jumps from someone to someone, and that's how Anna came into the picture I mean Anna was the next meal ticket for him because he didn't have anybody to to give him accolade. He had nobody to give him money and You know, here he is by himself in this big mansion owned clearly by or paid for clearly by Gloria Farber, Jen's mom, and he needed somebody to fall back on. And I believe, and I don't know for a fact, so allegedly, from what I hear, Anna was funding Fotis after Jen's father died, because remember, Jen's father passed away. And he had no more income because Jen truly was like, all right, I uncovered your bullshit. No one's giving you any more money. My dad died. He was very giving. My mother and I were not so dumb, okay? And that's clearly what happened. So she was around and involved from what I hear in his business, basically his lending tree, you know, his sugar mama. but better known as best friend. And I I gotta say this. I have to say this because this is my personal opinion. There is nothing, nothing in this world more disgusting, more dishonorable than a man who goes after a woman's money. Like, the way I was raised, that's not the way it works. Okay? You want to be a man? then when you love a woman, you want to make sure she's okay. You're not worrying about what she's got for yourself. That is a recipe for disaster. And I warn any woman, if you're ever with a guy like that, get the hell away from them. Because, I mean, it's just, you're doomed. So, you know, with that said, Anna was this giving tree, allegedly. And she was, you know, he, one of the chicks he had on the side that, um, and I'm not saying sexually, I don't know that for a fact, but I mean, I can only assume allegedly. And, um, you know, just from the warrant, I mean, even Michelle Traconis, who, by the way, has a new lawyer, Shelly has a new lawyer who is out of Hartford. I'm not surprised. This is a new tact for them to um, get with somebody. Actually, it's very smart. And And I remember saying in my last podcast, Bowman, her old attorney from Westport, very great attorney. I mean, has a lot of connects. However, he was just like, I mean, I don't know if you saw him in any press conference. He was like, I am like done with this shit. Like, this like, she's going through a lot, um, and I'm pretending to be Bowman right now, (laughs) she's going through a lot, you know, she's presumed innocent, just remember that okay, and, um, I'm just gonna go in my, um, Range Rover or whatever car I have and just, um, brush my beard with my, my middle finger and my thumb, and I'm gonna just drive back to Westport, like, guys, I don't know why I just said that, but... (laughs) that it's that to me that's bowman like he's just a chill dude that plays chess you know maybe is into you know a little like bdsm you know i don't know which is hot good for him if that's what he likes but that's the type of thing that he reminds me of because he's so 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 passive in his day-to-day um so it's going to be interesting to see about michelle traconis and her new attorney which again i think it's a smart move i mean in her in her position it's a smart move to get with an attorney from hartford that knows the law enforcement there that knows the lawyers there it's i'm telling you it's all about connects and she's gonna she by by her doing that by her making those those swift moves i can smell a deal from a mile away I mean, it's just, that's what's happening here. I, you know, I, I, I have to say, I saw her photo and I thought to myself, like, I wonder what she's thinking right now. You know, I wonder how Fotis' death affected her. That's something I would love to know. And, um, yeah, and how it's going to proceed. But I, I, I I'm i so curious. Kent, I'm surprised, hasn't said anything I think it's honestly because he has a terrible, terrible lawyer. Uh, No offense. But um, that's what I've heard, allegedly. But um, I know a lot of you guys have asked me in the emails. And please forgive me, I'm just... I've had a very, very long, long day today, especially. I just had a lot of stuff coming out and had to deal with and it's going to be a journey but it is what it is as look as as they like to say so um a lot of you guys have asked me in uh, email and direct messages which i love i love you guys um especially commenting under any photos or anything like that that i post i absolutely love it um so please keep it up but you guys asked me about the kiddos jen's kids who's gonna who's gonna raise them and, um, I truly, I don't know for a fact yet. I, I have heard from some sources that, um, I believe Carrie is her name. Um, Jen's, one of Jen's best friends, the spokesman for the family is willing to. And, um, I believe their aunt, I'm not sure though, but I did hear about, uh, her best friend and I know that just from learning about Gloria, Gloria will never leave them on their own. It's, it's just impossible. She's just an incredible woman, incredible grandmother. She's been through everything. You know, she didn't, she wasn't raised with money. She, neither was her husband. They worked really hard, uh, to achieve what they did. And they were a beautiful team and uh, partnership. And he worshiped her. I mean, from what I read, it's just beautiful, beautiful, beautiful marriage. So they also were very giving. They had uh, a school built, I believe in New Jersey and, um, they just, they love kids. So I know deep down that Gloria will establish something for the kids. Um, there will be a caretaker no matter what, and it will be someone that they trust and love and, um, Please understand, I'm dealing with this little microphone dildo that I call it. Like, it is so small and half broken. So, new one should be coming soon. So, bear with me. So, now we're going to get into the inevitable. Oh God. The Greek letter of doom. I mean, first of all, you know what? I am not even going to put her down. I am going. <laughs> I will. But, like, seriously. This letter was more concise than Fotis' letter upon his death. Like, that letter from Fotis was, oh my god, a resignation to what he started. He just couldn't, he couldn't tell the truth, and that's how these people are. Yet, his sister, who's never been around, who could care less what's going on has to come in and say (laughs) By the way, I, I truly believe this woman had a thesaurus next to her and was like, okay, someone throw me a big word. Like, throw me something. Throw me, you know, aristocrat or something some some bullshit like that. She it was it was ridiculous. And I know she didn't write it. And if she did, it was highly edited by somebody. Um, AKA Norm Patty cakes, but the letter was asinine to me because you can't describe a man as loving and caring. I mean, I truly don't think you can as, as a sister. It's like, you don't, you could say as, as a brother, he was caring, loving and yada yada, but you don't know how he is as a husband. And that always bothered me about people. I don't know if you guys agree with me on that, but it bothers me when people say, you know, someone was such a great person, but what they don't understand when they say that is that we are all different in different circumstances. So me as a wife is different than me as a girlfriend, but that's a bad example because it's not really true. Like I'm the same. Um, truthfully and that's a big 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 piece of advice never ever view your significant other as just like eh, and that you you take him for granted always view your wife as someone that you're trying to achieve someone that you're trying to gain in your life and never take her for granted and it just look at what happened with Jen i mean it, it, it's unbelievable that he took her for granted he had the world And he was too stupid and selfish to even recognize that. Um, But I have to say, you know, a lot of people are saying they're very sad for Jen. I'm very proud of Jen. I know many of you are like, Leash, what are you talking about? I'm proud of her because she took all the steps to rid herself of this person. And just because allegedly some you know someone named Fotis came and and ripped her up into little pieces and distributed her all over the place, I mean, sorry to be graphic, but that's the reality. Um, you know, it, uh, it's heartbreaking because you could just tell from her blog from her own words how much she adored this man and he just preyed upon it and preyed upon it and said, "You know what? I remember this chick. She looks similar to my old girlfriend cuz we all know he has a type. And she's got money, forget about it. Every kid I I have with her, I mean is a meal ticket and it's it's sick. It's like when you realize this about somebody there's like i said there's just you don't go back there's nothing to talk about you don't sit down and go okay i found out all this stuff about you like what's your explanation it's like there's no explanation so if you're listening this girls i mean girls as in younger there is no explanation and whatever it is it's just bullshit it really is so the letter from fotus's sister gets into The fact that law enforcement didn't do their job and that their poor brother was, you know, set into his demise because of the media and the news and all of this. It's like, dude, I, I'm tired and I am trying to formulate a sentence right now. I cannot even fathom saying that. It's just unbelievable, especially after their motion to stay in the house. It's like, you've got to be kidding me, lady. Like, yeah, these people, please, you know, another thing, too. No, no, Chubb's down. Another thing, too, is that you've got somebody coming in and saying, well, you know, at the funeral, he was this way or whatever. Someone said that about his mother or his aunt or something like that. And I'm thinking to myself, who cares about how he reacted? during a time in which he was you know connected with his grandma or or whatever it was but it's like it's so easy to locate phones and that's the other thing that people don't realize is that you can read everything about them you can learn everything every single thing but you have to be smart and have cameras so please promise me that you will have cameras. So she goes on to, to diss law enforcement and she goes on to say that he's an amazing man. He's an amazing father, blah, blah, blah. And how dare we, how dare we put in the forefront all the things that Fotis did. Because in his mind, he he was a free man now. He had no evidence of anything and that's what led to this. It's truly sad. So, always protect yourself. I remember my dad telling me when I was young, if someone's ever attacking you and you're on a keychain, like just drop something, pull something off your keychain quickly and just start dropping these little things, you know, in a car somewhere not obvious where the abuser can see it, but it will allow anyone. I mean, I'm trying to think it's like SWAT or or whatever it is, anyone to come in and, and, and help you out. It's, it's scary. It is a day by day process, but eventually you'll get to a point where you're not worried anymore because you know you did with the you did the right thing you, you were protecting your family or whatever it may be if you're alone you're protecting yourself and it's so important the letter was a joke guys I really don't have much to say on it other than she has no fucking clue she has no clue she has not an idea or anything about what transpired in that marriage and What Jen put up with. So again if anyone wants to say anything about mental health about Jen I would laugh in your face and I don't mean it that way but in a bad way I just I would I would for the simple fact that you can't continuously put someone's you know integrity character down and expect it to just go back to normal and I remember when I gave him a dish with french fries the other day and it was like bounty paper towels or whatever to soak up the grease and he's like these are really dry thank you and I'm like you don't like them put them back so we all are dealing with forms of narcissism we're dealing with the reality of those that they don't care. They don't care about anybody but themselves. And sadly for them, you know, the truth always comes out. Always. So this letter, this letter, putting down the law enforcement, putting down Farmington, I I don't understand these people. I I really hope that they take the remains, they go to Greece, and they just never come back, like, any way, shape, or form, come back. I, I just don't want them here. I don't trust them. They just seem very vengeful, and... But that's where we are. Chubbs is snuggling next to me. And his little warmth, I don't know if you guys have pets, but his little warmth is like an instant anti-anxiety medication. It is incredible. It literally makes me want to go to sleep. And I shouldn't be talking to you guys about this because you're up in the morning. And I'm supposed to be upbeat, and I'm not because I'm super tired, and I need to sleep, and I had a rough week. But I love you guys. So I'm sorry that I was a little quiet today. Um, I'm just a little wiped out, a little tired, but I wanted to check in with you guys about these these developments. It's, it's really unbelievable. It's the forever ending circus, and eventually what's going to happen is some form of the truth will be displayed. Some form. And I have a great feeling it's going to tell a lot more of the story, of what we now know, so stay tuned, and before you know it, I'll be back. I love you guys, follow me on Instagram. I'm gonna do a live after I get some sleep and make up for this podcast, even though I think you guys will be happy to at least be able to listen and um gain some intel on what's been going on. so I love you guys. thank you so so much for listening um and following and just being a part of LeashCast. I mean, I call you guys LeashCasters. I mean it. You guys are incredible. You pull through with incredible information and you're always so supportive. So I really want to shout you guys all out. I'm so appreciative. And um, until next time, I'll talk to you guys soon.